are listening to Positively Prepped, a podcast for teachers. I'm your host, Rebecca Rodriguez. I'm a veteran teacher, and I never bring work home. I'm here to talk about how you can systematically, effectively, and positively prep your classroom so you too can feel balanced, happy, and in control of your life at school and at home. recently saw a really funny meme on Facebook and it is from the movie Billy Madison from like the 90s and it's so he's like an adult in a second grade classroom and he's got like this kind of confused look on his face and it says me and my kids daily zoom meeting trying to learn second grade math and I I totally laughed about that because my kids learned online for a while and It definitely did come down to me trying to help them with some of these classes that I'm just not a master at. And so I kind of saw the humor in that. And then I read some comments under there and it was definitely eye-opening how confused a lot of parents and students feel right now, especially. But some of the things we do as teachers are confusing to them and legitimately and rightfully so. And so I thought that today we could talk a little bit about some of those things we do as teachers that may be confusing to students and may be confusing to parents too. And some of the ways that we could solve those problems or ways that we could look at it in a new light and try to resolve those situations. So join me today as we discuss three things that we do as teachers that confuse parents and students and how we can work to solve that. I am not only a teacher, but I'm also a parent. And I have three kids who are in school. And when we were first learning online, I realized it can be really tough to understand all of the directions and all of the information from our teachers because there were so many of them and they all had different ideas and different ways of explaining things. So I thought that we could look at three ways and three areas where confusion really sets in for parents and students and things that we can maybe do to mitigate that confusion. One is being clear in our explanations. What I found was that as a teacher, I would give an assignment and I would feel that that assignment was very clear. But as the students worked on the assignment or as I was trying to explain it to them in class, I realized that there were things that I could have been more clear on. And this is bad enough in the classroom just when I'm in front of their face and we can work through it together. But when we're online or hybrid or the students aren't in front of our faces in some way, our explanations have to be very clear and step-by-step or they can be very confusing, especially as parents are trying to help them with six different teachers' assignments. We need to be very clear to explain how to do what we need them to do and how to do the assignment itself. We are using a lot of technology right now, and that is one area where we can really strive to be clear, especially now because 
even though we are in person, our district is really encouraging us to use technology more because when all the students went on quarantine, we gave everybody their own laptop. And so now they want us to use those laptops that they allocated to all the students. So we are encouraged to use technology a lot, which is great. But when we are using these different websites and apps, they're all named crazy things, and there are a lot of them. And so even if you only use two or three, but they have six teachers, that can be up to 20 different websites and apps that they are using daily that they need to know how to use, how to log in, how to get into your specific class, how to do the work on that website. So if we do not have a clear explanation of how to do that, that can be very confusing, especially when there's names like Kahoot, Plickers, Quizlet, Quizzes. It, it can be a lot. So what I have found to be very helpful is to use a glossary of terms that you're going to use in your explanations and put that right on the front page of your web page. For me, we have buttons that we have different things, and one of the buttons is helpful websites. And so they can click right there. I've given the name of the website, and the name of the website is an actual link right to the website, which is very helpful because then students get to the right place. I don't know if that's one of the major problems that you guys face, but some of my kids couldn't find the right website. They wouldn't get there even. So having the link is so helpful. And then a small explanation about what the website is and why it's so great for your students to use to practice. And then, you know, some helpful information on how to log in, how to make sure they're in your class, what they can do to make sure you, like if they need, you know, use this kind of your first and last name as your username so that I know it's you or different things like that. I gave all of that helpful information in one page, and it's kind of like a glossary of terms so that any of the websites that we're going to use, they can go to that place. So if I say you're going to use a website, they know they can just go click there and find the one that I have that they need. And that has really helped my students be clear in my explanations online so they know where to go and why they're doing what they're doing on that website. Before we go into the other two confusing areas of teaching right now, let's do our unpaid sponsorship. Today for unpaid sponsorship, I'd like to give a shout out to Snickers. I love candy. I really do. And I try to eat really healthy. I try to take care of my body. But when I get to splurge, I love to splurge on Snickers. I love chocolate. I love Snickers, especially because it's got the caramel, the chocolate, the nuts. It's so good. And I love it in ice cream. I love it by itself. I love it with Coke Zero. Love you, Snickers. Shout out to Snickers. All right, now back to our regularly scheduled program. The second confusing thing we can do as teachers that really upsets our students, not only does it confuse parents and students, it actually infuriates them, is when we give conflicting or changing information. So I teach Link Crew, and I was working with them on some projects this week. And while they were working, they can chat because they're in their groups. And I was listening to the fundraising group and they were just talking about this situation where a teacher had put one due date on the board and then had a different due date on the actual assignment that they were supposed to submit online and had told them out loud a third due date. 
And these kids were talking about, they were animated. They were so frustrated and angry. And then it kind of dominoed around the classroom. And all the students started talking about these experiences where they'd had that same thing. And so it comes with different things. So where the teacher will say that this is what you're supposed to do on the assignment, but then if you read the instructions on the assignment, it's actually conflicting. It's not exactly what the teacher said to do. So they get confused. Do I do what the teacher said or do I do what the assignment says? That's another one. But due dates was the one that really had them like angry <laughs> as they were talking. And of course I'm listening and eavesdropping because I knew I wanted to do an episode on some of those things that upset students and confuses students and parents. And I found that that was something they just had a hard time with that as we, as teachers, when we have changing or conflicting information, we don't give them the heads up that they need in order to be successful, especially if we do not allow late work, that can be unfair. And it is something that really confuses students and they have a right to be upset about it. So what I think we can do as teachers to make sure that this doesn't happen is to make sure that we make all of our information match up. I know that as we change due dates, we feel like we've said it to them. I told them that I had to move the due date up or, oh, I, I told them the due date on the assignment was wrong. Even I just couldn't change it yet. But we need to be clear and we need to make sure that we have all of our information information matching up. So if we realize, oh, I can't have the assignment due that day because it's a half day, then you need to not only say it to the students, but maybe email it or send it to them through a remind. Put it on the board and make the assignment on the computer or whatever, in, however they need to turn it in. Make sure that they have it written down or that you have done something to make sure that they know very clearly that something has changed and do your best to just give them the right information from the start. Having two different pieces of information written down or, or given to them in two different ways is maddening. The third thing that confuses parents and students is when we are not, not only are we unclear in our communication or explanation, but when we have a lack of communication. When I first started teaching online, I made a my Canvas page and I told the students, go to the module and start at the top and just click on the first thing, click on the next thing. When you're done with that, click on the next thing. When you're done with that, click on that. I thought, well, it's just a to-do list. It's so simple. And it, it really was. It, was. it was a very simple strategy. However, I didn't realize that a lot of students do not actually click into the classes that they had found on their dashboard that on the site there was a to-do list. I wasn't totally clear about this to-do list and it is only based off of something that you put a due date on. So I was giving them these great websites to visit on a page that didn't have a due date or I was giving them a link to a great video to watch before they did the assignment so they would know what it was they were supposed to do. And so they weren't watching the information or getting these you know, links or different pages of information. They were only seeing the assignments. And so they were not doing everything and they weren't doing it correctly. When I found that out, 
I made sure to try and make sure everything would get onto that to-do list. But I also really felt like, okay, I need to not only just tell them, oh, do the module. I need to be more clear and more consistent with my communication. And so I've told you guys before about my emails. I have a weekly email now where the students get an email home every week with a an explanation about what they're going to learn that week, what their outcomes should be, what they should be able to do by the end of the week, and then the list of assignments that they need to do. And I have links right there in that email that they can go to. So they can either go from that email. They can go from, I also put that as an announcement on Canvas. They can go from the announcement or they can go into the class and click down the module. So there are three ways every week that they can do the assignments online and get all of the information very clearly and consistently. I have found that my students this semester are much more successful. I have so many students who are having all of their assignments completed. There are less incomplete or, or missing assignments this semester. And I believe it's because my communication has been more consistent and more clear going home to parents and students. So there is no lack of understanding about what they need to be doing and in what order. I think that it's really important that we look at these things that we do as teachers that may be confusing. I think that we do our very best to be a great teacher. I'm not saying that we don't, but there are always areas that we can do better and that we can make progress and making sure that our students know what it is that they need to be doing and how to do it before we even worry about content is one of those ways that we can make our classes run more smoothly and help our students to be way more successful. Students are more successful and get more done as we, first of all, are clear in our explanations, that we make sure we've laid the path in a very understandable way. Two, we try not to change or give conflicting information, due dates, assignments, that the things that we are asking them to do are in a straight line that makes sense and we're not giving them changes that they can't follow. And three, that we are sufficiently and clearly communicating consistently with our parents and our students what the expectations are, what the objectives are, and how they can be successful in our class. My goal with Positively Prepped is to help teachers to feel balanced, happy, and in control. One great way to do that is to make sure that we are making our class clear and consistent for our students so that they can be successful, so that we can feel the happiness and balance that comes when we feel successful in our classroom. Thank you for listening to Positively Prepped, a podcast for teachers. Please subscribe and share. It's important to continually focus on balance and improve our practices. That's why I created Positively Prepped, to help teachers to improve themselves, their classrooms, and their lives so that they can create an amazing classroom, leave their work there, and then go home and live a full life, guilt-free. Join me next week as we continue our journey to become Positively Prepped. Remember, you can find me on Facebook and Instagram at Rebecca.Rodriquez. That's Rodriquez with a Q and not a G. Please feel free to shoot me a message and ask questions. Thanks again for listening. See you here next week.